everyone. Hey, hey. I'm so excited to learn a little bit today. Hi, guys. So, we are going to start another new segment. It is going to be um, True Crime Fridays. So, our first True Crime Friday case we're going to be talking about is the, the Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Ooh, tell me. I Who's know. Natalia Grace? So, she is this orphan from the Ukraine, um, but she also has a rare form of dwarfism. Mm. Okay. So, she was adopted by this family, and... How old is she? I'll get to that, because that's, like, an important... Is it really? Yes, it's super important. Okay. So, she came to the U.S. in 2003. Or, I'm sorry, she was born in 2003. Um, Okay. Via her mom in the the Ukraine. That's when her mom birthed her out, 2003. She came to the U.S. She was adopted by this family called the Chacones. They gave her up. To another family called the Barnetts. Okay. The Barnetts got her when she was eight years old. They kept her in their home for one year. Okay. When she was nine. Is the date matching up with her birthday? Yes. So she would be, when they got her, she would have been eight. Okay. They had her until she was around nine. They had her re-aged. That'd be 2011. Mm-hmm. Should be eight, right? They had her re-aged to 22. What? Legally, the family. The family had her legally re-aged to 22. And How do you re-age someone? So it's apparently really common with like foreign adoptions that birthdays are a year or two off, like coming from foreign countries into our country. Because they don't really know the accurate birthday. Right. So it's really super common to have a re-aging of like a year or two. Okay. Okay. This mother, her name's Christine Barnett. I'm going to say allegedly to all this. Allegedly. um, Had her like dental records and pediatrician's records altered in a way that made it appear to a judge that she was 22. Even though all of these other people, like, said, like, she's she's clearly a child. Like, this is a child. But anyway, they were able to get her re-aged. And then they left her in shady-ass places. Like, what would be considered, like, I'm going to air quote, ghetto, slum. Okay. Like, Bad places for anybody, but let alone a little girl. Um, left her there. After, like, mountains of abuse, this little girl endured. It's crazy. The documentary is on HBO Max. Um, Disgusting. Oh, it's horrible. But, like, it's all coming to light now. Did they come back for her at these places? No. So, like, CPS got involved, and it was a whole thing because, like... Legally, they had had her re-aged to 22, mm-hmm. which is... Adult. It's an adult, but more specifically and importantly in their case, it's the age where you no longer have to care for somebody with disabilities. Like, the guardianship of somebody with disabilities is not automatically on the parent at 22 anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it stops at 21. So they specifically aged her up to an age where they would no longer have to support her. 
put her in a place that is just completely unsafe. And this is after they, like, did all of these other things to make it look like she was crazy. Oh, my gosh. And, like, now she's speaking out and is, like, providing all this evidence that they lied. And it's just crazy. Like, she went through so much trauma. So, she would be how old right now? 19? She's, like, 22 or 23. Okay, okay. Yeah. And they wanted her to say she was, like, wait. I mean, this should be, like... 10 Almost 40. plus, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just crazy. Like, and... That's some sketchy business. It's really, really sketchy. And if you watch the Did documentary... Did they get in trouble? The parents? So, like, the Barnett family? Yes. So, there are presently, like, cases against them right now. Are they, like, cold cases or are they open? No, they're open cases. Um, they're just civil cases, I believe, at this moment. There was a criminal case, but I believe it was either settled or dismissed. Somebody can, like, quote me on that. But, or, like, check that, but. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, the mom, so, the father, Michael Barnett, and the, the girl, Natalia Grace, both accused the mom, Christine, of, like, basically being the, like, overlord of all of the abuse. Like, oh. the main abuser. And she, How did she even get rights to this adoption? Well, like, they... Is this her first sign of abuse? I'm, yes. Okay. But also, like, they were a super prominent family in wherever they're from. Mm. Like, um, their son is autistic, and he's, like, a genius. Um, and so they started a foundation for him and, like, a school. Of so, like, course they, were, they did. So they were really well-known, and it was nobody who you would suspect of like abusing a child i feel like that's the people like that's the ones right but like the mom has declined to like respond it's just crazy like if anybody wants to do more digging on this case you definitely should because it it blew my mind like it blew my mind definitely gonna dig on that case what do you guys think that is that is some like wild stuff right there. they went to this like wild game park where there was an electric fence and the fence was off but like the mom didn't know this and she threw a seat and tried to say that natalia was like dragging her to this fence like to kill her with the electric fence a the fence is on and b this is an eight-year-old like little dwarf girl who can barely like raise her arms above her head like, she's not dragging you to an electric fence. And understand that no. that's probably even what it does. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, so when she did this, the police were obviously called. And, like, all of the witnesses that were there that day said that the mom was the one causing the scene. Yeah. Okay. But Natalia was still hospitalized for, like, in a psychiatric hospital. An adult psychiatric hospital. Because they said she was an adult. Oh my gosh. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm so glad she's like free of that, right? She's yeah. free mm-hmm. currently? She is free. Yep. Okay. And does she have, um, obviously she doesn't have contact with him other than civil. Well, I mean, she, like for this documentary, she did like a formal sit down with 
her adoptive ex adoptive father, Michael Barnett. Whoa! And so like, they're more she like prayed over him. It was it was actually like really creepy and weird. I'm gonna be super honest. Like I was really uncomfortable. They like <laughs> prayed over it, and not because of the praying, but like he was like crying, but like he never really apologized for like being complicit in the abuse. Probably because he does, that's a and sign like, of admitting to your... Right, and, like, she wanted to know why they had her re-aged, like, what was their motive, what was their goal, like, she wanted to know why, and he refused to talk about it, like, he threw a temper tantrum. Because he's guilty as heck. Exactly. It was just really weird. But, yeah, so that's our first installment of True Crime Fridays. Let me know what you guys think. Fine. It was crazy. I really think you guys should... Like watch the episode. If I watch the episode, I will probably fall asleep because no, that's you won't. all I do when I watch true crimes. They put me to sleep like a baby, girl. I don't know what it is. It was so interesting. Like, I'm a true crime girly. I love true crime. I do too. But they're so calming to me. That's so <laughs> psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god. It's like he murdered her in the back of the barn, and I'm like asleep I snoring. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm the same way. I could fall asleep. Do you know what I fall asleep to sometimes? Or what I used to fall asleep to? Freaking Law and Order. Like, and specifically Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I could probably quote you every episode of Law and Order SVU. I, I watched that with my gammy. My parents and I used to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Love them. Love that show. That's a throwback. Just like <laughs> I was throwback. in the kitchen and I turned my Alexa on and it was immediately Judge Judy. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I can rock with it for a minute. And like, I got into it. I'm like, this is why she's Judge Judy. Like, she's a bad B. Oh my god! <laughs> that is so funny. Do you know it's a throwback? I remember being like in middle school and I had a TV in my room and I would like listen to like fall asleep watching tv and i always remember waking up in the middle of the night randomly and george lopez being on i feel like that's a universal like experience y'all i think my roof's about <laughs> to cave in dude that wind though it's crazy it's the schools were canceled for today in ohio because well in our part of ohio mm-hmm. because of the wind chill the wind chill and also it's like zero degrees and our feel like mm-hmm. is like negative nine and so i mean it'd be crazy we don't even have snow no there's not there's a lake no of snow. snow it's just complete cold coldness <laughs> chris and i were walking the other day and i was like you know it wouldn't be too cold if it wasn't for the wind mm-hmm. and he looked at me like you are so dumb I mean, it's true, though. The wind does add a lot of... It does. It really does. It makes it cold. Okay, do you have another true crime for us? Um, Do you have anything? Like a little mini... Mini true crime? A mini crime? Mini true crime. What is, like, one true crime case that, like, just sticks with you? You want to know mine? Yeah, tell me yours. Casey Anthony. Oh, me too. Casey Anthony. I grew up watching that case. Me too. And I feel like I was like a little, I 15 year old investigator. I feel like Casey Anthony, that case, I feel like it was the first case I really vividly remember like watching, like having a thought or 
like opinion about like I really remember all the details. Who was the blonde woman that would go on air? Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. I would watch Nancy Me Grace too. talk about it too. And also, I have a different opinion on what happened as an adult. What do you think happened? Spill it out, and then I'll tell you what I think happened. I think the father of Casey Anthony was involved. So did you see his lie detector? Yes, I think, I think he, he lied. A bad, bad dude. Me too. I really don't think that the mom of Casey Anthony had I a lot to do that. with it, but I do think she knows about it. See, I disagree. I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew at the time, but I definitely think that she knows now. See, I don't. I think she might know hmm. after this lie detector, but I feel right, like, right. But I feel like she, she's never known. I mean, to find the hair right and the scent in her car. Oh, I definitely feel like she knows Casey did it or was involved. And I definitely feel like, like, do you think it was really like what it was? Like, do you think it was? It was an accident? No, I don't think it was an accident. I think she was probably high. I want to know why the heck she never went to the police. Right. If you like, were a true remorseful mom, or even if you were a true mom, like, looking for your kid, you go to the police. Mm-hmm. You look, you turn over every stone. You uncover every plot. You don't stop. Yeah. I mean, that case broke my heart. Yeah. So bad. And I was so young. Um... And still to this day, it's just, like, embedded in my head of, like, this crazy woman. Guys, what the heck? I mean, yeah. killing her sweet, you know, beautiful daughter. And she got away with it. Well, I know, but I think she's guilty. I don't care. Oh, I think she's guilty. I think everybody, I don't think there's a single person. But I also think the father was involved. Of, like, Casey's father. The whitehead. I don't know if he was involved. I definitely do. With her death. I do. But I definitely got, feel If not, like he covered it up. At the, I do believe he covered it up. And I believe she did it because of him. Well, apparently he was sexually abusive to Casey. That's what I'm saying. I definitely feel like it had something to do with that. And what if he did it to her daughter and then killed her on accident? See, I def, I really feel like Casey killed her. I don't know. I feel like Casey killed her. I really do. Um, now, whether or not he covered it up, because she said, if you don't cover it up, I'm going to tell everybody. About what you did to me, what you did to Kaylee, like, mm-hmm. I can see that, but I really feel like Casey did it. And she was out partying, and, like, I feel like she was, she drugged her, mm-hmm. left her there, either, either gave her too much, or not enough, and Kaylee went out looking for her mom, and ended up drowned. Like, I genuinely feel like. What do you think about the, um... That was such a traumatic case, by the way. Like, I will never be the same from that. Me neither. Like, mentally, the comprehension of understanding that someone could do that to that little baby girl is boggling. But anyways, do you... What was the woman's name? The Mexican that changed her hair? That dyed her hair? That stabbed her boyfriend? Like, 30 times in the shower? Oh, Jodi Arias. Jodi Arias. Yes. That's another case that will always resonate. Well, not resonate, because I would never (laughs) kill my husband, but... (laughs) You know what I mean? That that I actually invested a lot in. Do you know what case gets me? And it's like a more recent case. The Gabby Petito case. And I oh think it's my. because... It was such a it's social so, media blow up. Well, it's so recent. And like, she was so young. I mean... Man, and she was so quiet when the cop came to the car. 
it's just watch the, the videos. Yes, all the videos are like heartbreaking. Mom, can you talk to Alex? One second.